Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the McTaggart Attack podcast. I, of course, am Kevin McTaggart. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and I hope you've downloaded all the other podcasts that I've had, all the other, all 84 other podcasts. Although I think there's only, this is probably like the, will probably be like the 83rd one, because there were two when I, um, republished all the old episodes, there are two that, that got lost. Somehow the files were corrupted, so, um. That's why there's a discrepancy in the number of episodes and the episode numbers. And that's why they're out of order sometimes because I was republishing old episodes. So there is some useless info that you need to know um, or didn't need to know or I don't know. Um, Let's see. Uh, I was looking to see when was the last time I recorded an episode, and it looked like it was August 31st, so that was a, that was a Friday. I published, I published an episode on a Friday. I did? Yeah, I guess I did. Hmm. What did I do last Friday? The 31st. I don't think I... I can't remember what I... Oh, I remember what I did. I think... I think I went for a long run that day. If I remember correctly. And then... Yeah. Then I recorded my podcast that night. Okay, I remember now. Okay, right, right, right. That was a Friday, so... um, I'm not trying to say... That I'm old, but there's some things that I I had to deal with um, last weekend, which I thought was just a sign that I'm not with it. You know, I'm just not. I'm afraid technology doesn't necessarily scare me, but there are aspects of it that I'm very skeptical of. Like um, last Saturday. My dad and I went to the uh, first BC football game of the year against UMass. And um, we, we usually, what we do is we go to the Riverside MBTA station. And we, you know, what usually happens is we go and give our money to the person in, in, in the, in the um, gate there. And then we go and park. And then, like... We do, so we pull into the parking lot last Saturday, and as we're pulling, as I'm I'm driving, as I'm driving up to the gate, I'm noticing that there's no one in the gate. You know, there's no one in the gate, but there's like a sign that says that um uh, that everybody has to park by using this pay by phone app. You know, this pay-by-phone app. So, you know, I looked up the app, downloaded the app, and, you know, paid for the parking spot. There's a code, there's a four-digit code number for each parking lot that the MBTA uses. And um, the good news is, we were there on September 1st, so that's when the rates changed. So the weekends, it was $3. 
It's $3 on the weekends now. So that's pretty cool. Um, I just have some questions. I mean, it was weird just paying on the app. Because apparently you just put, like... You put in, you know, of course, your credit card information. And you have to log in and create an account for yourself. And then, and then you, um... You put the car information. Like, you put... Like... Um, I had to put the driver, the, the license plate in, because that's how they identify the car. And there's a description part that was optional, and I didn't know what exactly to write. Do I just? And there wasn't. There was limited no amount of information you could use, and um, so uh, I I didn't know what the hell to write. But there was a picture option. Do I just took a picture of my car and? Um, left it at that. I probably didn't have to take a picture of my car. I probably could have just left that blank because, as I said, it was optional. But it was just so weird to just do it that way. I mean, I do order stuff online. I do pay for stuff through my phone. It was just... It was very uneasy for me paying for the parking spot through my phone. Because I just... I, I had questions about it. Like, I wonder if I'm allowed... What happens if, like, I pay for a parking spot, right? But I'm up in Vermont, and I was going to drive down. Because what happens is, when you reserve the parking spot, it saves it until, you know, it says you have that, you have you can park in the parking lot. You don't have a specific parking spot, but you can park in the parking lot until midnight. You know, you have until midnight, so the timer starts, you know. Like, we had gotten there at, like, 11 o'clock. So we had like 13 hours before we had to get the hell out of there. But I'm just wondering, what if I'm not at the parking lot yet? And I pay for, I do the pay for spot thing. But then I get there and hypothetically, the parking lot is full and there's no spots. What if there's no spots? Is that just my mistake for being a dumbass? Maybe, maybe they should tell people, hey, um, you should show up at the parking lot first before you order, before you pay for your spot. You know, because, but, it, but actually, you know what? I don't think they want to tell people that because they'll get more money that way. You know, they'll get a bunch of people who pay for spots and there's no spots for them to park in. Because I wonder how that works. I wonder how that works. Because it's not like they're going to have a limit because people are going to come and go in that parking lot as they please. And that's just, that's just kind of weird. You know? Just didn't make sense to me. It, it, it was, I mean, my car was still there when I got back. And they charged me the $3 like they said that they would. So I guess it worked. And then I had to show my dad yesterday because he took my sister to the BC game because I had other things to do. And um, I had to download, I had to show him how to download the app on his phone. And, and that was fun. And walk him through the process. <sighs> so the second thing that made me uneasy that weekend was, um, as I talked about before, I went to go see Pearl Jam at Fenway. And I'll report about that in, in a little while. But uh, first things first, like, the way Pearl Jam gave out tickets to the fan club this year, uh, the 10 club, as it's called, was uh, they were digital tickets. Like, I had to, uh, like, they sent me the link 
to the tickets. So I, I, I had to put the tickets on my Apple wallet. And that's the first time I ever put something on my Apple wallet on purpose. Like, there have been times when I've done, like, hotel reservations through my Apple and, and accidentally somehow agreed to add it to my Apple wallet and, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But, so I was nervous, like, with the first concert that Sunday, that going there, and there's another story for that, but I'll tell that in a second, too, because that was, that was pretty annoying. But, uh, but like, no, when I got in to... um do my tickets, I just had to, you know, it was, it was actually quite easy. I, I was actually too paranoid about the situation because there was a lot of people that were in the same boat as I was. So, like, all I had to do was stick my phone under the scanner with the ticket and then switch to the second ticket and got that one scanned too and moved on in. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, it, was, it was such a relief to find out that I'm just over-paranoiding things and it's, it's, it wasn't... It was pretty good. So those were two circumstances that I had where um, I was very skeptical about how technology is working and where the information goes and if it would work and all that stuff. So let's see. Oh, yeah, no, I did go to... um, the two Pearl Jam concerts at Fenway Park on on uh, Sunday, September 2nd, and then Tuesday, September 4th. I went on Sunday with my dad, and I went on Tuesday with my new best friend, Teresa. Stayed at her house. She drove me to the show. That's all I wanted out of payment. So that was fine. That was cool. That was good. Like, my dad and I got there relatively early. Like, the email, the email, or the website said that the uh, doors would open at 5, and um, Pearl Jam would start at 6.30. Okay? So, we got there before 5, and we were thinking, hey, let's not eat in Fenway, because it's going to cost us an arm and a leg. And, like, I looked at the line at gate B that we had to go in because with the digital tickets, I had to go into a specific gate. So, and the line didn't look that bad. And I figured once they opened at like five o'clock, people would just, you know, go, yeah, we're just strolling. So we went and found a Regina pizza like a block or two away. Ate our pizza. Walked back to Fenway. And the line was humongous. Holy shit. Like, there was this parking lot that cars were parking in. And, like, the line curved into that parking lot. towards, And we had to go to the end of the parking lot. You know, so I'm, like, in line. And it, it was, that wasn't that bad because it looked to me like the line was moving a little bit, was moving fast. So I wasn't that worried about it. What pissed me off, though, was there was there was this Pearl Jam fan behind me. And I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan. And I recognize that there are other Pearl Jam fans as well. And there's a Pearl Jam fan behind me. And he's just complaining. I'm like, 
It's around five o'clock when we're in this line. And he said, there's no way we're going to get in here. by. We're going to get in there by 630. Oh, no. And he just kept bitching, complaining, and sounding like such a sorry, annoying, nerdy, dorky piece of shit. And he wouldn't shut the fuck up. And his friends were trying to tell him to shut the fuck up. And he wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I'm just thinking, oh, my God, I hate Pearl Jam fans. Thankfully, um, some guy came by and said, some guy with Fenway said, um, split people up and said that that there were were other lines that they could wait in that had no waiting and stuff like that. So he fortunately went to one of those lines. But so it, but so I got in probably around 530 something, you know, and uh, of course... The show did not start at 6.30. Um, they actually didn't start. Uh, on two, on Sunday, they started at 7.57 p.m. And they ended, I want to say, they ended at around 10.35 p.m. So they played for like, Two hours and 40 minutes. Two hours and 38 minutes. Something like that. But like. Once 6.30 came around. I once again. Had some Pearl Jam fans behind me. And and people were just complaining. That why isn't that starting yet? Why is this? This is terrible. And it's just. They're just whining. They just sounded like those comic book fans. They sounded like that that guy who owns the comic book store from from The Simpsons. You know who I'm talking about? They sounded like that guy. Oh my god, this is uh, this is ridiculous. Why are we having to wait so long? Pearl Jam fans are the dorkiest, annoying, self-righteous assholes I've ever met in my life. Seriously, I've talked to other Pearl Jam fans. And th- there have been numerous times where I've come away with, wow... He is a real self-righteous, snobby piece of shit. So once again, I have to add Pearl Jam fans to my list of fans of things that I hate. Like, it seems like, like favorite sports, my, my favorite sports teams, the Patriots, the Red Sox, my favorite band, Pearl Jam, are like the worst fans. Are like so needy and snobby and... It's so fucking annoying. I, I'm ashamed. I mean, I love Pearl Jam and my sports teams, but like, I hate my fellow fans. They are just so fucking annoying. Oh, God. And FSU fans are fucking. Annoying to all my all fans of the teams that I love are annoying, self righteous, snobby assholes. I think that was another thing too. Like, um, uh, I think it was Saturday. We were listening. My dad and I were listening to sports radio and WEEI, and I don't know what the loser's name was, but the guy kept complaining about the Patriots, and now they need all this stuff to work on. Don't you understand that they've won like five goddamn Super Bowls in the last 
18 years? Why do we have to be so goddamn picky? Why can't we just enjoy the fact that our team has won so many championships and not be so goddamn hard on them? I mean, Jesus Christ, why do we need more and more and more and more and more? I lived most of my life with my sports teams not winning jack shit. And then they started winning jack shit. And like I'm like, okay, cool. They've won some things. And that's wonderful. That's really all I wanted. All I ever wanted was one from all of my teams. All I really wanted was the Red Sox to win one fucking World Series. That's all. And they've won three now, which is great. But I'm not going to like overly criticize them for not winning enough or whatever. So it's just pissed me off to hear this stupid douchebag at WEEI complain about the Patriots and how they had work to do. No, they don't. I mean, they do, but I mean, I don't care what they do. I'm at the point now where like, hey, it's fine. Five Super Bowls, it's good. I really don't care how they do now. I don't. I don't fucking care how they do now. Crazy. So on Tuesday, um, I went with my friend Teresa. She, she, um, I met her because she goes to a lot of the open mics just to watch them. She just enjoys watching comedy, and that's fantastic. And because um, I had put on Facebook a few weeks before asking, "Hey." Does anybody want to go to the Pearl Jam concert with me? And she was the first one to reply. Really, she was the only one to reply. So we made arrangements and we went. And bless her heart, she can't walk because of various medical conditions. But, um, I mean, she can walk, but it sucks for her. But she was telling me how she was going to reserve this spot for us. And it was only like a half a mile away. And it was only going to be like $10. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So like, we get there to the parking spot. And I pull out the Google Maps app for walking. And it's like 1.3 miles away. So we had to walk all that way. And like, I felt I'm such a fast walker. She hates me probably. Or she hated me at that time. But like, no, I had to slow down. And I made sure that, like, we walked as slow as we could. And, um, yeah, because I was, I'll admit, I I wasn't, I didn't portray it, but I was a little nervous because I wasn't sure what time Pearl Jam was going to get to the stage. I assumed it was going to be around the same time that they got on stage on, um, on Sunday, you know, just before 8 o'clock. So, like, we ended up getting there at, like, 7.15. And... They hadn't started yet, so that was good. So I was fine. I had, a, I had a, I was kind of sure that they weren't going to start yet, but I wasn't exactly a hundred percent sure when the fuck they were going to start. So, so that was good. But yeah, both concerts, both concerts were fucking amazing. They played sixty nine songs. Over the course of both shows combined. And they, um, um, only, they only replay, they, they only played five of those songs twice. So it was really more like 64 songs. But still, that's quite a lot. You know? And it's cool that, like, they only played, there were only five that they played twice. 
that was great. Those were um, even flow, alive, porch, given to fly, and taillights, taillights fade. It's from this, I think it's a song from this group Buffalo Tom, because he had like the lead singer or lead guitar player Bill Janovitz from Buffalo Tom sing the song with them. So I'm assuming that's a Buffalo Tom song. Um, Buffalo Tom is apparently an alternative rock band from um, from Boston. And I guess they've played together before in other concerts. Or, or they were on concerts together back in the day in Boston. So that's where they met and shit like that. So it was a good time. It was a great show. Wonderful experience. Such a great first half of the week to not have to go into work and then and I came to work and it's like I came into work on Thursday morning and I had people tell me like right away oh my god there was so much chaos while you weren't here and I'm like I don't want to fucking hear that because once they told me that, like, all the goddamn stress all hit me at once. And I had multiple people come up and ask me things. And I'm, like, tired and still in, like, recovering from vacation mode. And I just have all these people stressing me out. I'm so, so annoying. And in the meantime, I'm waiting to hear back about this position that I had interviewed for. And I found out about that on Friday that I didn't get it. And to be honest, it really pisses me off that I didn't get it. I didn't necessarily want to apply for it at first, but I did. And I thought I, I thought I did well with the interview. And it just really fucking annoys me that I didn't get it. And I, I've talked about this before, but it's just like I just. Can I just be happy at work? No, I'm like, like, happy, happy, happy. But I'm just like, why do I let things... It's not that I let things bother me, but I mean, how the fuck... I can't not react to things. I'm just so fucking sick of it. So fucking sick of it. I guess it's back to applying for jobs elsewhere now. So that's that's what I'll be doing, I think. I don't know. I don't want to go into much details because I don't want to get in trouble. So that's all you'll get from me. I'm just sick of it. It sucks. I don't know what the fuck to do now. Or I do, and I'm just going to do that. Whatever the fuck that is. Again, can't go into much details. Let's see. Um, is there anything else I wanted to talk about tonight? Um, I thought about doing a recap of Florida State and Patriots since the, their seasons have started, but I really don't care. I don't get that upset about my sports teams anymore, and I don't know. I just. I will say this I felt pretty good about one thing that happened this week, yesterday. I'm recording this on Sunday, the 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 ninth, 
chance tonight. No, I, I like my set that I did at uh, Comedy Thunderdome last night. I, 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 I'm, I've decided. I just want to get angry on stage now, and not care if people laugh or not, because I think people will laugh at me being angry, and that's just what I need to do. I'm tired of doing punchlines and setups and puns and all that stupid shit that other comedians do. And they do it and they like to do it. I just am tired of all of my old material and I need to rewrite everything. And I'm in the process of doing that. And um, I I felt really good about my set after my set last night. So um, that was cool. Um, let's see. Speaking of comedy, uh, upcoming shows, I'm doing a roast battle on Friday, September 14th against the lovely G.W. Foley. I'm writing roast battle jokes. I've never roasted before. It's always been something that has scared me, frightened me, but I'm doing it. And boy, it feels cathartic just to write bad things about other people. It feels good. Yeah. I don't know... yeah, the one time I tried to do a roast, I forgot that all the other comedians had to rip you too, and I don't know. I wasn't very. I didn't take it well, is what I'm trying to say. But um, and a lot of them were mean. But I mean, you're supposed to be mean, and you're supposed to like make shit up about people, you know. So that's that's good. That's a good time. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's at eight o'clock, Friday. Uh, September 14th at the Marquee Theater. And then we have Movie Roast of the Room at the Marquee. And I've got some other shows, but I think that's all that will be coming up before I record my next podcast. So um, let's get to uh, what's pissing you off. Um, I asked people today to give me some suggestions and um uh I had some people say some stuff and I'm trying to find it now and that doesn't sound very professional and um I'm getting there getting there um hmm. I haven't really decided which one I was going to do yet because I had um, my cousin Brendan posts something, and then I had my friend from college, uh, Leslie Zebrowitz. She gave me six. She wanted, she gave me six to talk about. Um, and then Crispy, a comedian, a, a quote unquote comedian from Manchester, had some suggestions also. And I'm just like, what, what the hell am I supposed to say? And, and, um, and I'm feeling extra snarky today. And I want to pick my cousin Brendan's one. Because I told him he was the winner already. Uh, okay. Brendan is wants me to rant about aunts I don't speak with anymore who leave passive-aggressive comments for me on the Facebook posts of other relatives. I know. Oddly specific. So Brendan is upset that his aunts that he doesn't speak to anymore leave passive-aggressive comments on other Facebook posts. 
I think it's pretty fucking sad that relatives who were older than me act less mature than I am. I mean, how how fucking stupid is that? They should be ashamed of themselves. Like, if they have a problem with me, they should come talk to me. Talk, send me a message or an, an email or talk to me on the phone or talk to me face-to-face or something like that. Don't just do, like, passive-aggressive bullshit. Most of these aunts of mine are in their goddamn 60s now and should be acting like fucking adults at this point. But no, they want to be passive-aggressive and act like goddamn teenagers and do- and just just act like stupid, immature, little dumbasses and just, 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 well, I'm just being forced to act like the goddamn adult in this fucking situation. If you have a problem with me, talk to me. Say something to me. You know? Don't act like a little scared, a little teeny bopper when you haven't been a teeny bopper for over five decades. Grow the fuck up and talk to me face to face. How was that, Brendan? Well, obviously I can't hear your response, but hopefully you listen to my podcast and um, um, tell me how I did. Um, so he's the winner this week. Um, let's see. Um, what else do I want to... Um, we'll finish it up now. Um, don't forget to uh, follow me on Twitter, at KevMcT. Look me up on Facebook if you want to. Um, like... The McTaggart Attack Podcast Facebook page. Um, and if you like the McTaggart Attack Podcast Facebook page, please download all the episodes. I have 193 likes on that Facebook page. And I, I, I don't have enough downloads. The amount of downloads I have don't equal... Like, like I won't get 193 downloads a week or per episode is what I'm saying. You would think... I would think... If you downloaded my, if you liked my podcast Facebook page, you would download my podcast. But you don't fucking download my podcast, so fuck you. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart attack is cooking. <laughs>